0: Welcome to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections, a podcast all about helping you comfortably connect with others in any situation. Hosted by Leanne and John, this podcast is proudly brought to you by Fortitude at Work. Fortitudeatwork.com.au. Welcome to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections. I'm Leanne.
1: And I'm still John.
0: You're still John. I'm still John.
1: It keeps staying. Well, Johnny, if you like. Johnny, yeah. Yep, or JD.
0: Yeah, that, that's a positive sign that you're still here, honey. I always take that as a positive sign. I think so, too. That you're still around, still yeah. here. We're still doing this.
1: We are. But we're talking about something difficult oh, today. yeah.
0: We, we had a bit of a debate about, you know, when this should be in the uh, podcast schedule, didn't we, really? We
1: did. Well, actually, strangely, we were going to talk about happiness.
0: I know we were, and
1: I said, "Why don't we talk about suicide?"
0: Yeah, and, and you
1: went, "Oh,"
0: and I was a bit nervous about that. I I just sort of thought, "Oh, I don't, I don't know that I want to talk about suicide." I mean, I do want it on the schedule, but should we talk about it now?
1: What are you What are your worries?
0: I don't. I I just think it's you know for a lot of people it's quite a confronting topic mm. to be discussing and. Um, and I think, you know, we, we need to be mindful of how we discuss it. Um, and I think we need to, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, th- I think my fear is that we don't do a good, good caring enough job of it. and Those fears are probably quite unfounded.
1: Yeah. So it's scary.
0: It is very scary, yeah. isn't it? And it's
1: almost like lives are on the line, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And if we do something wrong here, it may be the difference between life and death.
0: Yeah, that, that that's kind of the thing that... <laughs> that's scary. Uh, yeah, it's definitely scary. But uh, on the other hand, I think we really do need to be talking about this topic because mm. it is through discussion yeah, and the sharing of stories and thoughts that perhaps, you know, we might help some people along the way.
1: Yeah, and there's been um, some, some um, famous people of, of recent that have taken yeah. their lives. There's also a TV series that uh, caused a fair bit of debate. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's a second series of 13 Reasons, I think it Nancy, is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah,
1: and there's been a lot of government funding uh, yeah, toward, yeah, for that's suicide
0: true.
1: prevention um, and also uh, bereavement. So, yeah, it's, it's it's quite topical.
0: Yeah, we've recently lost um, Kate Spade, mm-hmm. uh, handbag designer, I think, and um, Anthony Bourdain, a uh, chef. Yep. And... Um, And over the years, I guess there's been some really, you know, well-known people that very sadly we've lost to to suicide.
1: And about, uh, is it about 10 Australians a week, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. um,
0: In fact, I think it's, um, we lose someone about every three hours in Australia. So uh, quite high. And in fact, the suicide rates here in Australia are higher than the car fatality rates. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that and I again because we probably don't talk about it That's often it. enough.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So it's probably you know we we really need to be going here today, don't we?
1: Okay. So so what sort of structure would you like to do? Is it uh, did you want to talk about um uh what you can do for someone who's having suicidal thoughts or what you can do if you're having suicidal thoughts yourself?
0: Or? Yeah, uh, probably both of those things. I think we um you know what are what are some of the signs? Um, what are some of the yeah? What are some of the things that could be done? I don't think we need to rehash the numbers and the figures yeah. and the areas because people can easily go online and and look up yeah. those statistics. And certainly it's. For me, in the area of small business, um, when we look at mental health, I guess when we look at that overlap between who owns a small business and where are the where are the suicide rates in Australia at the mm. moment, then we we need to be very mindful of you know males around the ages of about forty to forty four, I guess, yeah. in particular, and be you know be very mindful of of those needs. Yeah. But let's talk more about things that people can actually use and and think about as a result of you know giving us. Forty minutes of their precious time yeah. today.
1: Yeah, well, I suppose um, someone who's uh, not thinking of suicide as part of their own life, they're actually um, embracing life and they're uh, walking with gratitude and uh-huh. uh, and they're enjoying their lives uh, with their with the ups and the downs. Um, they have uh, uh, struggles and they have sadness and they have loss, uh, but suicide doesn't enter doesn't enter their world. Um, uh, they may have trouble uh, understanding or, or mm. uh, what it would take for a person to get to that point.
0: That's a great point because too often, and I've seen this a lot with the um, some of the online comments around you know, the Anthony um, Bourdain loss was that it was so selfish and what a horrible thing to do and Um, that um, there are other, you know, they could have just reached out and how dare they leave their family behind. And Mm. there's been a lot of anger and, I think, uh, perhaps misunderstanding.
1: So thoughts of uh, selfishness
0: and uh,
1: and also how could someone who has so much uh, money, fame, attention, uh, material possessions, um, the sort of stuff that most people struggle for and work towards uh, people that actually have all those things and still uh, believe they'd rather be uh, not in on, on this world, not in this world at all, and that's hard to understand, hard yeah. to comprehend. <coughs> Pardon me. So, yeah, so having a um, a little bit of insight into what it's like for someone who uh, sees suicide as a real option, yeah. um, uh, to to get a little bit of insight into that. Uh, first, I think is probably uh, w- would help people uh, ha- have more of an understanding, be able to. Uh,
0: uh, I agree. Yeah. Great, great idea. Okay. So, so who might that be? That might because you y- you don't necessarily need to be, or you know, you you would you might not have a mental illness of such as such would you, to you know to be in. Contemplating or thinking about suicide—is that right?
1: Yeah. Well, it, it, how I see it yeah. um, is, is um, mental illness itself. Um, that pretty much every human being is on the spectrum of every mental illness there is. Mm. So, um, and where depending on where you are on that spectrum, uh, depends on how much influence that has over your life. Right. and the quality of your life. And then, of course, there's there's chemical influence, right? So, yeah, right. Uh, so right. You, uh, with depression yeah. and, and illnesses and, and mental illnesses where you go up towards the other end of the spectrum around anxiety and depression. Um, and then, of course, those that carry uh, um, that, that fear of disconnection, of yeah. being, of being yeah. alone, uh, and also uh, people that have put a, a tremendous amount of energy based on their, uh, their upbringing their family of origin. Around achieving certain things and then failing at that, yeah. um, and if their their only identity was in what their their goals were, and if they don't meet those goals, then they really don't have a sense of self anymore. Right, um, right. And, and when they get to that point, say, "Well, if I'm never going to be the person I thought I was, then I'm really not worth anything."
0: Yeah, right, um, right.
1: And uh, and if I'm uh, and no one understands, uh, there's no one I can share that with. I'm totally alone. I feel hopeless, helpless, and worthless.
0: And so, I guess what we, what what you're highlighting there, John, is that it's it's about um, your your interpersonal, um, internal thoughts and feelings. It's not, oh look, I. It's not necessarily about I'm I'm broke or I'm I've you know I've just written my car off. Or yeah. it's not necessarily projected onto material things. No. It's about what you think of self regardless yeah, of material things. It's
1: that, that inner voice. Right. And that, um, uh, and that inner voice that, that, that tells you who you are, your sense of self. Um, you could have millions of dollars in mansions um, and, and, and still have a belief uh, of, of low, low self-esteem, not good enough. Yeah, and not only not good enough, but worthless and hopeless and, and useless. Yeah, um,
0: and we could even go a step further and say sometimes it's those you know um, sad beliefs about not being good enough, not being mm. with us, that actually delivers the money and the houses and yeah. that drives you to that point. Yeah,
1: yeah, and all of that um, energy that goes into it. Yeah, it's um sometimes. It, yeah, that's it. Not it, all the
0: time, but sometimes.
1: Yeah. yeah. So if um if you uh, carry a, a tremendous amount of weight um, of, of not being good enough, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and if you see yourself as a failure, and you see yourself uh, as uh, totally alone, yeah, um, then it's a it's a fair and reasonable uh, thought pattern to go. Well, what's the point? Right. Yeah. What's the point in being here? I'm no good to me. Right. And I'm no good to anyone else. Right. And in fact, uh, often the the world would be a better place without me.
0: Yeah. Well, that's not necessarily the case, but mm. it's not the case. That's the thoughts. But that's the thoughts.
1: Yeah, and that's the feelings that go follow yeah. the thoughts.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, what are some of the uh, indicators that might, you know, tell us that this person is feeling particularly vulnerable?
1: Sure. Um, there's uh, uh, if you're being present to someone and you're having conversation or relationship with someone, and they they talk about. Um, uh, they'll, they'll send out little indicators because they're, uh, they're in the business of, of being very um, uh, closed. Yeah. Uh, but they but they will send out these these flags, these clues. Yeah. Uh, things like they'll they'll talk about uh, they'll say things like oh you know the, uh, I'd like to fall asleep and not wake up again. I just want to relax. I've had enough. I'm exhausted. Um, I uh, I wish uh, I wish I wasn't here. You know all these little comments and they're throwaway comments. Right. Um, but uh, those sort of indicators as a listener are uh, little flags for you to ask the question.
0: Okay. And there's a
1: lot of fear around asking that question.
0: Yeah. And there might be instances like um, they'd be better off without me.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: My family would be better off without me or... Yeah. Um, yeah. So there'd be those... You're saying that that sort of general...
1: If they lose their sense of self and... Uh-huh. and, and um, their self-esteem and their, their, um, value in the world, um, then yeah, they, they very easily become convinced that, 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 the world is better without me.
0: And what about if they're not giving any verbal indicators, what other things would there be things like, um, dress or they play football and they've missed three football matches or yeah,
1: disassociating, yeah, yeah. disconnecting from society, from friends, from family, um, uh, uh, and not uh, they may uh, give away possessions. They'll, they'll, yeah, yeah, that things that were important to them in the past are no longer important. They'll, they'll start throwing things away or giving things away. Um, uh,
0: and I've also read, I think, somewhere about you know a sudden shift in in attitude. So there there might be might have been several months of being quite unhappy. Yeah. And quite quiet, mm. and quite depressed, and then go through a period of almost being overjoyed.
1: Yeah, yeah, they've made a decision. So the, once making a decision of that freedom is near, uh, that death and I'm out of here is near, it actually takes some weight off their shoulders. They have a period of, of um, I'm out of here soon, and, yeah. and I'm relieved. Some of that yeah. weight's been, and that so that shift in mood uh, doesn't have yeah. to it doesn't have to be from happy to sad. It can be from sad to happy. So, yeah. so noticing those shifts is another, yeah. another, another so key. Yeah.
0: For, you know, for a, another person to be looking in at the behaviour of that person, if you notice a change in mood yeah. um, that's unusual from the patterns you've seen in the past, then that might be an indicator yeah. that, um, that something's shifting in their thinking. Yeah,
1: that's it. That's it. And if you're, a, if you're present to someone or you're noticing someone that you care about that, that is showing any of those signs... Um, the key, believe it or not, is to ask the question. And people have fear around asking the question. And Are you having thoughts of suicide or are you thinking of killing yourself? Yeah. Um, that, that makes some people shudder because they, they don't want to. Um, they feel like they might be putting the idea in their head. Yeah. Or they may be encouraging them by asking the question.
0: Yeah, and that's a myth, isn't it? It
1: is. All, all of the studies and all of the survivors of suicide uh, yeah. will, will tell you that um, asking the question is one of the best things you could possibly do.
0: Because and why is that?
1: Well, firstly, they know you're not afraid to talk about it. You're not afraid to say it out in the open. Uh, and if you're going to say something like, are oh, you thinking of killing yourself, that's an invitation to say that I'm, I'm actually okay to talk about it. Yeah. And when someone's holding all of that pain in, and as we've talked about in our other uh, podcasts, the relieving pain is by talking about it. It's by yeah. venting it. It's yeah. by, by the tears and the words. Um, so having a place where you can talk about it your uh, your decision to yeah, die yeah yeah um, uh, is the greatest relief and release that someone who's having suicidal thoughts can have
0: yeah and again it takes a lot of courage to ask that question though
1: mm, it does. are
0: you thinking of killing yourself in fact I've had to ask that question. Um, in over a cup of coffee a couple of times now mm. and um, I remember the first time after I'd done some training I'd done the safe talk training and let's come back and talk about that towards the end of this episode. But I remember having done the safe talk training and um, and then having a cup of coffee with somebody and being in my, and listening mm. to their indicators and thinking, I think I'm hearing a series of indicators here or invitations here and um, thinking in my head, oh, my goodness, I actually now am going to ask this question. Mm. And I remember being present to myself first. You felt it. Yeah, starting to feel it in my body. Yeah. I'm going to ask the question, have you had thoughts of killing yourself? Or are you? Or are you thinking of killing yourself? Yeah, yeah. And... And then being present to that answer.
1: Yeah. Well, and once again, the, the, the two fears, if you like, and the one is if I ask the question, it might sound like I'm encouraging it or giving them the idea. And secondly, what if they say yes?
0: Yeah, what if they say yes? Yeah. That's right.
1: What happens then?
0: That's right. What do I do next? Mm. And also, though, from a business perspective, because um, I remember we did some safe talk training with uh, some accountants Mm. um, some time ago and we talked about asking that question, uh, are you thinking of killing yourself? And somebody saying, oh, I don't want to insult the client. Mm. You know, I don't want to insult them by saying, well, you know, is that what you're going to do? Mm and a bit like you've just touched on it was well that's actually not going to happen no. what you're going to do is you're you're actually going to demonstrate to your client yeah. that my relationship with you extends beyond just the numbers yeah. or just the business just the fluff surface yeah. stuff yeah i care about you as a human being
1: yeah and even a no
0: and even that's exactly right yeah. even a no is is actually a, a relationship builder yeah. because it immediately says to that client I actually I want to connect with you on a level past just having a, a, your business
1: yeah that's it and I'm, and I'm not afraid to yeah yeah and then even if that the no is genuine um, that person now has another as an ally in the world yeah that if that ever actually does become part of their life that there is someone who's open yeah, that's right. And
0: that. I've, I've never, ever heard of anybody being insulted no. by somebody asking them mm. that question. Yeah. never ever yeah. i think what it does is it strengthens relationships it doesn't tear them apart it brings people closer together That's, yeah. and how beautiful to have that in a business arena yeah. where you're suddenly going i'm not just talking about business but i'm talking about you
1: yeah so following on from that <laughs> yes, then the, the fear is it's a yes right yeah then let's okay and then so, what, what do so, i what do i do then yeah, what, what do if I they do say do? yes cuz i'm not qualified Yeah, that's right. Oh, no, no, what do I say, what do I do? Yeah, so the fear then is that if they say yes, then I go, oh, geez, I don't know what to do next. Now, um, uh, as you said, being open enough to ask the question um, is a a direct display of your compassion.
0: That's correct.
1: Um, So all you do is continue with your compassion, and that is that you don't mind talking about it. Um, Now, you may have limitations to that, Yes. because of your own fears. But whatever, wh- whatever level you're okay with to continue with your compassion is fine. And it may be two, two or three more minutes, if you like, of that and saying, uh, tell me, tell me what's, what's been happening, right? What, yeah. w- what's brought you to this point? And allowing that person to vent and yeah. release um, every word. And this is the strange part of this and this is the counterintuitive part and that is that the more someone talks about Wanting to die, uh, the less chance it is that they actually die, mm. and that seems strange, right? Because uh, we're, we're brought up in a in a in a world that says, um, "Don't talk about your feelings." For a start, but if you're going to you are going to talk about mm. stuff, um, uh, it's it's like you it puts you more at risk. And in fact, the opposite is true: the more someone talks about their fear and their pain and their their hopelessness, the less fearful, the less pain, and less and the more hope. They actually receive.
0: Yeah, and that's that, that. There's some excellent points. And I want to come back and think mm. about the person who's been brave enough to ask that question and be sure. present to somebody. Um, that strikes me as a very caring person. You mm. know, th- they're brave enough to reach out and say, Are you thinking of killing yourself? Yeah. I guess the next challenge for that person is to not immediately. Go into the problem-solving mode, no. or wanting to save them, mm. wanting to give them ten reasons why yeah. you wouldn't do that. Oh, don't
1: be silly! You've got so much to live for. Yeah, you that's know? Right. There, There's so many good things in your life. Let's go have ice cream, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the and just as we were saying in our counselling podcast, um, getting out of the way of that, and not going into a fixing mode, and just allowing someone to feel, yeah, and to be as comfortable with that as you can be. And to resist your your urge to make them feel better, and yeah, I, and that and, sounds and so strange, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's
0: right. And yeah. and that really is hard because if you're hearing somebody who's in pain over, you know, financial pain or a relationship or something, and you can see a solution to that problem, yeah, yeah,
1: that's um, really hard to hold that back. Yeah,
0: it's really hard to hold that back.
1: It is for a lot of people,
0: and particularly when you that's somebody you, obviously you're close to yeah. and they're suffering,
1: yeah. And it's hard to watch someone you care about in pain. Yeah. Um, the, the mindfulness around that is to have some sort of understanding or um, uh, knowledge that the expression of pain is the release of pain.
0: Yeah, that, that's good. The expression of pain is the release of pain. Yeah. So allow them to release.
1: Yeah, that's it. Huh? Let
0: the valve, yeah. undo the valve and let, let the air come out a bit. That's it. And buy a bit of breathing space I guess by letting them be yeah. but I guess though you know we've that yeah. person has asked the question because they do want to keep that person safe yeah they want that person to know yeah. that you you can live through yeah. the trauma you can live through the angst and mm. that there's there's um, there's hope in yeah. in some in some level right
1: yeah yeah so um uh uh, the Safe Talk
0: um, yeah.
1: program, where it talks about um, asking the question, uh, look, looking out for the invitations, the flags, yeah. asking the question, and if it's a yes, then you um, to, to continue with the the amount of passion, compassion that you have in in asking about it, yeah. not getting in the way of it, checking safety straight away, and that is to um, to to have an agreement in that moment that we'll be safe while we're talking. Yeah. Okay. And that is that you're telling me you're thinking. That you, that you want to die. And I, I want to know all about that. But, but are you safe now? You know, yeah. and the, you know have, have you started something? Have you done something? Are you safe at the least while we talk? That's sort of like a next best step, if you like. Yeah. And, and then if you're comfortable with hearing the pain, um, you can give that some time. Uh, but keeping in mind that it's about safety and, yeah. and finding ways to connect them so if you're if you're not in the business of being too present to that for too long
0: yeah good. okay
1: if that if you have fear around that that's right then know your resources and know that you can then connect them to someone that, yeah. can, that can help them in that next state
0: so maybe just being aware of um, where the local doctor is yep. where the local hospital is yep. uh, a local counselor yeah yep. knowing the number and I think all the, all the people that listen to this podcast would now know off by heart the number for Lifeline. Yeah,
1: 13114.
0: That's right. Yeah. And in fact, if you find that there's a conversation happening that you don't feel equipped to be able to listen to, yeah. you could call Lifeline on your mobile phone, couldn't yeah, you? Yeah. You could say, I'm sitting here with my friend, my partner, my my neighbour, um, and I'm concerned. For their safety at this point in time, can I? Their name is Joe. Yep. Can I hand the phone over so that you could talk to Joe, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we all carry mobile phones with us all the time. Yeah.
1: So if you uh, genuinely want to help someone, yeah, then the first hurdle is to uh, um, uh, challenge your fear of asking the question. Yeah. Challenge your fear of listening to some pain without getting in the way of it and trying to fix it. And then thirdly, to have have a, a a resource, you're not alone. Yeah. To to connect them to.
0: To connect them to somebody, and you could do that instantly yeah. by calling Lifeline, because Lifeline counsellors are trained, yeah. aren't they, to to be able to have yeah. those conversations and fully understand the the level of risk that that person may, in fact, be at at that point in time. Is and, that right? Yep,
1: absolutely. And also have another a whole new set of resources to connect that person to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you might even say, if you're the one who's asked the question, you might even say to that person, look, I'm feeling a little bit vulnerable about this myself. I, I'm, I'm really concerned. I want to keep you safe. Yeah. Um, therefore, I'm going to call mm-hmm. Lifeline right now so that we can get some expert guidance on where do we go from here. Yeah,
1: let's do this together.
0: Let's do this together. Yeah,
1: it's collaborative.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And that way, then the person who's asked the question doesn't have to be a counsellor, nope. doesn't have to have the answers,
1: doesn't have to listen to all the pain if they're uncomfortable yep, with it, doesn't have
0: to do that yep. either, yep. Um, but just has been able to take a proactive step yep. in helping to keep their loved one, whoever that person is, Yeah. Safe at that point in time. Yeah, just for now. Just for now. Yeah. Safe just for now. Yeah. You're listening to Ordinary People Extraordinary Connections. Do you want to spread the word in your workplace, community, team, or school? We're available to speak at your event or deliver customised training. Visit fortitudeatwork.com.au for more info. Okay, so. We're at the stage where we've asked the question, we've had the response and we've allowed that person to talk about their situation. We're not going to give them any answers Mm -hmm. or solve their problem and we're not going to tell them to, you know, not be silly or you've got so much to live for. That's it. We're not going to go there. We're just going to be present to where they're at. That's it. That's it. And then we're going to call up a resource like Lifeline. Yep. Um, and and collaborate yeah. together and have the expert who's on the end of the phone yeah. um, talking to the person that you've spoken to. Is that right? That's
1: it. And then self-care, self-care, self-care.
0: What does that look like, Johnny?
1: So it, uh, whenever being present um, to someone else's pain, um, it takes energy. And, yeah. and, 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 and especially if you've been challenging yourself with the fear around asking questions and being present to pain. And
0: especially, too, if you've held back giving advice. Absolutely. You've bit your tongue.
1: That's it. That's it. And, that, uh, and, uh, and it, it has an effect. Right. Okay. And that effect is that it, it may then um, be on your mind. Right? Mm. You may be carrying something from that. Um, that
0: interaction. That's
1: it. And you then, um, once again, as we've said previously, you're, um, you're no good to anyone. Right. Uh, Unless you're good to yourself first. Right. So putting yourself first and your self-care first is so important um, before you can be helped to anyone. So if you're in the business of helping people, you've got to help yourself first. So self-care, and that means doing things that you know, you already know, everyone has their own list of self-care things, you know, baths, walks.
0: Yeah. um, You know,
1: maybe watching a movie, taking time out.
0: Yeah. Um, You yourself going and talk to somebody about, I've just recently had this interaction with my friend who... Had thoughts of, you know, suicide, that's it. Um, yeah. and had said yes they were going to kill themselves, and I've walked them through. So, yes. being able to debrief.
1: That's it. Is and, that right? Yeah, and finding a counsellor that's a good fit. Yeah. If you if you haven't already got someone, or, or you may even have a very good friend or yeah or relative that is an unconditional listener. Yeah. And you know those people. You, yes, you know and we've the ones. done listening. We, haven't have. we That's it. So, um, uh, finding those. Resources, those people, the unconditional listeners, uh, or finding a, a counsellor that's a good fit, and don't give up on the first one. Yeah, yeah. Find one that that's a good fit for you. Um, then that is about you caring for you in that yeah, process. Good. Yeah,
0: and so if we come back to that interaction, so that person has just you know been talking to somebody on on the phone at Lifeline. What what typically would happen if you know, if you're the lifeline counsellor talking to that person, what are they doing and what's their role in, in all of this?
1: Um, the, the training, the, the crisis supporters, um, yeah. uh, telephone crisis supporters, um, uh, they're, they're trained in a thing called Living Works, which is attached to Safe Talk, yeah. um, which has a, a, a framework around it, which talks about being, uh, looking, listening out for the invitations we were talking about, um, uh, being present to the pain, hearing all their reasons for wanting to die yeah. to alleviate that pain. Yeah. Okay, to check their safety in the present
0: uh-huh.
1: um, and then to, uh, in this framework, they walk them through a framework which talks about giving them enough um, time and patience for them to talk about their reasons for dying, to, to release the pain, alleviate uh, the pain. Okay. And, they, and, and as we've said in another podcast around those listening skills about uh, reflecting, uh, reflecting feelings and, and yeah. reflecting meaning and being unconditional, unconditional positive regard not judging them not having an agenda yeah the only agenda they have is to be present and to have them safe in this moment yes Um, yeah so so they're they're trained in that
0: and that's the key right safe in this moment because that's all any of us can ever do
1: apparently that's all we've got yeah is is that's true i was just
0: saying that to somebody today actually Mm. all we have is this this very moment that we're living that's all we have yeah so if if you know, if we lose somebody to suicide after that type of interaction, yeah. what then?
1: Um, uh, self care, right? And self care, and also um, to uh, spend time with someone to talk about those fears. Uh, and that, uh, and you may be carrying um, self-doubt, or I wish yeah, I had done this.
0: I w- if only I had said
1: that's it, or or, or uh, I should have done that, or I shouldn't have done that. I should
0: have known.
1: That's it. Yeah, all of those what ifs, right? Yeah. And having a person to be present to you to talk about all of your what ifs. Yeah. For you to to get all of your fear out with words or tears. Yeah. And fears is the key to your to your self-love and self-care.
0: Yeah, because you can not you can only control that moment, right? So yeah. you can't control...
1: Another human being.
0: Another human being. You can't control the future. You can't even predict the mm. future. No. So the interaction that you have at that point in time is the only thing it's that the, you, that, that it's you the best. have.
1: It's the best with what you knew in that moment.
0: That's exactly right. And, and, and it comes back enough. to trust, right? And it's good
1: enough. The best yeah. with what you know in the moment, and it's always good enough.
0: Yeah, it's and to, always... and
1: to give yourself that, that break. Yeah. That you're, and you're not responsible for another human being's journey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You can only do the best that you can do at any given point in time. And it's that's always it. just good enough. That's exactly how it was meant to be. Yeah,
1: that's it.
0: And perhaps for some people that's because they've just listened to this podcast.
1: Yeah, Absolutely.
0: How how amazing is that, and how lovely is that? Yeah. So I want to talk. If if you want to really develop your skills, because obviously you know we usually only talk for anywhere between thirty to forty minutes. If I shut up, yeah, um, yeah. we usually only talk for you know for that amount of time. And obviously, um, we've touched on living works. Mm-hmm. We've touched on safe talk. Let's talk a bit about what that is, because. Um, that's actually a program that is open to the general public. Yeah. Anybody can go off um, and do um, Safe Talk. So can you just explain what Safe Talk is and, and what people can expect? It's a four-hour program, I think. Yeah,
1: it's um, Living Works, which I think Canadian-based. Yeah, um, yeah, but you yeah. can
0: Google it. There's an Australian branch. There is, so.
1: yep, and there's uh, there's, there's uh, they run sessions all over the countryside. They do train the trainers, and trainers then run sessions all over the countryside, yeah. and there will be a Safe Talk program. Um, uh, program not far from just about anyone in Australia. That's at the moment, right. That's is, right. And the, and as I said earlier, the government's helping in the in that that process as well. Um, and a safe talk program it talks about all the stuff we've just talked about,
0: but in much more detail and yeah, skill based. Isn't that's it? it?
1: That's it. And that's that's the four hour. But there's also a living works
0: um, assist program. assist program
1: which is over a weekend, and that's where you become a, an assist trained person, so you're like the, the next resource to a safe talk person. Yeah. So a safe talk person can refer to an assist trained person, yeah. or a safe talk person can refer to a counsellor, or, or an assist person could talk to a doctor. And
0: I I guess what I realised when I went off and did my training in Safe Talk was I had originally thought, oh, this is something that really only lifeline counsellors go and do or the AMBOs go and do. Um, I didn't think it was something that I would go and do as a member of the general public, not specifically working in the area of crisis. It's open to anyone. And it's actually open to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to say that the skills that I've learned in the Safe Talk program, I've, I've used. You know, I'm much more aware now to listen out to, well, Safe Talk call it uh, invitations, don't they? But I'm much more aware to, you know, listen out to indicators, to be aware of what's going on around me. I have more confidence mm. to talk about those, you know, those scary conversations and um, and that's because I went off and did a program that's open to the general public. So if you Google Living Works, yep, and then go to Safe Talk, and and yeah, Assist is like the next level up, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's
1: the two day course.
0: Yeah, yeah two day. Pro- it gives you even more skills, and I, I, it sort of goes more into how to keep people safe directly. Yeah. It's yeah. about the you know responsibility of of helping to keep people safe, whereas Safe yeah. Talk is more about couching the discussion and having yeah. the confidence.
1: It's more like, I'm trying to think of a good analogy, the safe, safe talk is around uh, like the ambulance. Yeah. Um, whereas the, 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 the assist is around yeah. around the doctor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the, the counsellors and psychotherapists and psychologists are your surgeons, yeah?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. That's yeah. a great analogy, actually. Yeah. So I would encourage anyone who wants to, you know, develop their skills in this space and, and really be more aware. Yeah of how might I reach out to somebody.
1: Absolutely. And if you're uh, someone who's having suicidal thoughts yourself, yeah, um, recognising that there is uh, help available. Yeah. Um, there are people... Uh, you're not alone.
0: Yeah, you're definitely not alone, not are alone. you?
1: And there are, um, and there are people out there that um, would love to help and yeah. to be present to you and to do their best to understand what it's like to be you.
0: Yeah. So you
1: are not alone. and uh, And just that maybe tomorrow... Could be a better day. Yeah. And to make, uh, just to have the courage.
0: Yeah, great. To
1: make that connection just might be worth giving it a go.
0: Yeah. Reach out to somebody. Yeah. Someone Doesn't, in, yeah. Yeah, just give it a go. That's it. Reach out to somebody just for this moment. Exactly. That's a lovely, lovely episode, Johnny.
1: Yeah, it wasn't too bad, was it? It wasn't no, too scary.
0: No, it actually wasn't as scary as I thought it it was going to be. I think it's um. It's a good general awareness session, don't you think? Yeah,
1: yeah, and and even though there's limitations to what we know, yeah. Um, once again, we did the best with what we know in the now.
0: We did. And that's good enough. It is, and I have to say that number one more time because I think it's the perfect way to end. Lifeline, please, if you want to reach out, talk to somebody, or perhaps you want to share the number. One three triple one four. That's it. Have a great day, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections with Leanne and John. Connect with us via Facebook at Fortitude at Work. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's show. See you next time.